Hey listeners, welcome to Real Talk with Simply Tour, where we have real, raw, and sometimes uncomfortable conversations around working while maintaining our mental health or lack thereof. I'm your host, Tor White. So today we are continuing the series on grieving and entrepreneurship during the holidays. And today I actually have my business coach, Joanna Haggerty. Joanna, hey. Hey, girl. Thank you so much for having me. And I just feel like a proud parent right now with you. And your show's over a year at this point, right? Just feeling like really proud. <laughs> uh, you know, it's whew, it, it's been a process. It's been a process. <laughs> You're doing amazing. I'm really, really, it's it's wonderful to see. And I'm just so honored to know you and work with you and, and have someone like you want to have these hard conversations. It's been so rattling in my brain. So I'm excited to dive in. Thank you. Thank you. So a little bit about Joanna. She um, has launched two six-figure companies, helped raise millions of dollars, and has brought hundreds of thousands of people together in efforts to support artists and community development. Her most recent endeavor, Art Hero LLC, focuses on business education, coaching, and consulting services. With a background in human services and over 15 years of experience as an arts and economic development specialist, marketing consulting, consultant, and creative business coach, Joanna focuses primarily on uplifting under-resourced communities, including artists, black and brown individuals, women, and the LGBTQ plus community. Um, Joanna, so like, when I first decided to do this series oh. about grieving, one of the people that immediately I thought about was you, because I thought it was very interesting that we kind of went through processes around the same time yeah. of um, losing someone near and dear to our heart and it feeling super sudden. Yeah where it, it just wasn't time to process mm -hmm. what was happening. And then at the same time, we kind of just had to jump into business as usual mm. um, because there were a lot of things going on at the time. And, you know, like being my business coach, I know the things that you had on your plate. And <laughs> we, you know, we were in the midst of a contract. And <laughs> yeah. um, so I just want to start off with first asking you, how are you doing mm. right now? Mm. What a sweet question. Well, you know what? I will say today I'm doing really well, but my mental health, honestly, the last two months, um, I had COVID early September and it was the first time I'd gotten it. And it has really added a whole extra layer to my physical and mental well-being that has just made it a little more difficult as I walk into the first holiday season without my mother who, you know, you lost your grandmother. I lost my mom. Those were both unbelievably important matriarchal roles in mm -hmm. our lives. And that's where I think you and I share some of that similar grief process because we're missing that person. And so, yeah, especially as we walk into holidays, I'm like, what does Thanksgiving mean to me without my mom? What do I want to do? And how do I maintain work? And how do I grieve? And so, yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. And I'm doing honestly really well right now. But it's a roller coaster, you know. I mean, later today after the show, I could have a dip and be really sad for a minute. So I'm good at the moment, but I know that this is a process and it won't stay just like this, right? <laughs> right. And that's the thing about grief that I think a lot of people 
forget is that there's no straight line yeah. <laughs> through that process. You know, you have some days where you're like, okay, this I'm doing good. I'm on top of the world. Like, I, you know, I'm not crying. Yeah, I'm coming to copes with what happened. And then the next moment can be like, it just happened all over again. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of hard to pull yourself out of those spaces and times. Yeah. So going back to, well, before we even get there, your mother had just recently moved back, correct? Yeah. So actually she raised me in Raleigh and had pretty much lived in Raleigh, North Carolina her whole life. And so I moved to Asheville, I guess about 15 years ago. My dad's from here. We always love to visit and probably starting about five or so years ago, my mom had um, a lot of autoimmune disorders. So we had talked about me being her caretaker for years, right? We expected another several decades of this journey with her and I, and I knew I wasn't going to move back to Raleigh. It's just not my home. The mountains are just me. It's just where I'm supposed to be. So she was actually really excited and moved essentially away from the hometown she'd lived her whole life to move up to Asheville to kind of really sink into her healing journey, her health, really start building our connection again. And yeah, so it did feel like kind of an extra loss because I had just spent so much time, money, energy, you know, getting her here and felt like that was almost ripped away from me in some way, you know? Mm-hmm. No, I definitely understand that. And I remember, so Last show, I talked about that there, and I didn't say your name specifically, but I talked about there being a person that I really admired how you moved in the process um, for your business when your mother passed suddenly. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I had admired most was the email that you sent out (laughs) and how honest and vulnerable you were in that email. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about one, how did you even get to the point where you felt comfortable sending an email like that? But then two, kind of what that email said. Wow. Um, That just like worked me up. Wow. I have tears in my eyes. It just, it brought back, like you said, that grief process. Um, And I think that what I've learned in business and life is like, I cannot be anything other than myself, right? And you and I really relate to that journey, right? We can sometimes come off abrasive, maybe difficult to work with. Like I've gotten every label, right? The Mm -hmm. word, like, you know, every label I've been put on me. And honestly, I'm a very introverted, sensitive person. So that really matters to me. But in this journey, I've learned every time I forego my own truth to like water it down for someone, it's wrong. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't land well. And so I think that I was so in grief that I didn't even process that I was like sharing my whole broken heart with the world. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I just poured it out. And the email really spoke to the fact that like, I wanted people to understand that this wasn't just my mother that I lost. That is a role that is so unbelievable. We almost all of us will experience that. And it's a loss no matter what your relationship is. But this was also my best friend. This was also the person I called every single day. This was the person I had meals with. I shared my life with. I wanted people to really understand. And so I just poured that out that I can't be present because I lost the epicenter of my world. And I just wanted people to know how amazing she was. She was a nurse who, again, her disability took her career from her and she felt 
useless. She felt like she couldn't contribute. And so moving here, she got to be close to my best friend who had kids and got to be the surrogate grandma again and really just like dive into life. And I just, I wanted to celebrate that too. So I shared a little bit about how much fun I think we'd had over the last year of having her in town with me. And yeah, wow, that was a palpable moment for me that I think, like you said, had I really consciously thought about it, I would have made the same decision. I would have just maybe like run it through my head a lot where when I wasn't able to be really conscious, I just moved really authentically. And that's what I teach in business. I say, make the best decision for you because that's always going to land better. And I will say, like, I remember reading it. And to be honest, I go back. This may sound weird, but I go back and read it sometimes. And the reason being is because that is something that I have always wanted to be in business. Um, And not even just in entrepreneurship, but just in, like, everyday working where I can be so raw and authentic and say, like, listen, I'm going through something. I don't know when I'm getting back to you. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm going through a cycle right now. This is what I'm going through. This is where I am mentally and emotionally. And, you know, this is how you can show up for me or this is how you can just wait for me to get back to you. Yeah. But like right now, what what you need is not um, that much of a um, priority for me compared to what I need in this moment mm. in grieving. And I think a lot of times in business, especially when you talk about entrepreneurship, we are scared to do that. We, yeah. we There's a lot of fear on putting ourselves first. And I remember, you know, like the times that I had to reach out to you and say, like, I know we're supposed to meet today. I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. Um, I'm going through something. But I kept thinking that I had to just continue back with business, continue back with yeah. business get things out to people. And I don't think a lot of people understood why it was difficult for me to just go through the motions of everyday working when I needed time to just breathe and reflect back on who my grandmother was and who she continues to be in my heart and my mind. Um, But I really appreciated that about you because even though your physical mother isn't here I do think you do an amazing job of keeping her alive Mm. and um and you bring that into your you bring that into your work like I I really admire that about you um and how you you really are disrupting you know what what entrepreneurship looks like in that sense of grieving Wow. I feel so honored to hear you say that, but I want to just say that you do that too. And that's what I think we're bringing to the table collectively with our biz radio family, with a lot of the entrepreneurs I work with. We, we want to disrupt that status quo. So thank you. But this is a collective journey. We're all doing our part for, right? (laughs) Right. Right. Look, it's easier to see it when we're talking about someone else. I know, so true. I just want to, I want to, you know, honor again, you are bringing those hard conversations and we talk a lot about your business, right? There's times you want to be more speaking to individual people and communities and there's times you need to sort of put on the corporate language and that's Mm -hmm. necessary and that actually isn't you separating yourself and being two different people. It's actually you taking care of an entire community with all of the knowledge you have. I see that as a strength where a lot of people sometimes can see that as weakness. And that's what I think is shifting in our our world and our communities and entrepreneurialism. And I am so here for it. (laughs) Yes, definitely. 
So thinking about, I know you said at the beginning, um, Thanksgiving is coming up and, you know, you're, you're asking yourself, what will that look like without my mother here? Yeah. Um, we're both, this will be the first set of holidays that, you know, we're both going to go through a process where the person, the, the women that we, we, um, cherish so much will not physically be present. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, have you thought about what that will look like and if you will take any time away from your business? What a great question. You know, it's interesting because this whole year, I mean, has just had so many trials for me. Um, after my mom died, I was illegally kicked out of my home. You know, there's just been thing after thing. So everything's been disrupted. And yes, I need to take a lot of the rest of this year. And luckily for Thanksgiving, one of my best friends from high school, so 20 plus years, who is family now, has just shown up at every moment possible. And her nine-year-old child told her grandparents that she was not allowed to do Thanksgiving out of town because she had to be with me. And so I felt very supported and connected. And they called, you we- know, what'd you say? That's so sweet. Isn't it the sweetest? I mean, I just, so I feel that what we have to realize, Tor, is that our community is still here, right? We may have lost the epicenter. We may have lost the person that I could literally be the worst version of myself around and feel completely loved, but I can grow that with others, right? My mother and I took years and years to get there, so I need to be willing to put myself out there and see where the rest of my community shows up. So Thanksgiving was awesome spending that with my sweet little family there, And Christmas is a weird one for me because for years I have felt that Christmas is not really one I super resonate with. I'm more of, I celebrate, you know, the season changes. And so I'm more of, you know, December 21st and and sort of the, the coldest days of the year and the shortest days and really honoring seasons and nature and, and that more than honoring sort of this white Santa Claus, right? And that's just my perspective. And honestly, last year I told my mom for Christmas, I was like, this is the last year we're ever going to do Christmas this way because she was ready to evolve with me. And it's fascinating. That just has rung in my mind like all of the time. I I had no idea it would be different because she wouldn't be here, but I knew something would be different. And so I honestly feel like my intuition in some ways, even though, like you said, it was sudden, I had no idea I think it just knew that that this year was going to be so different. And I did get to have Thanksgiving, Christmas, my birthday, as as I mentioned before, December 30th, New Year's. And we had a family gathering literally the two weeks before she passed. And so it was awful. I would treat it all back to have her, but I did get to have that. And that was because of the holidays. So I'm trying to maintain a little bit of the gratitude that I have for it and then just completely reinvent them all for myself. If I want to sit on the couch and eat mashed potatoes all afternoon on Christmas, I'm going to do that. Right. (laughs) And not feel bad for it. And not feel bad. Yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of cooking. That was a lot of what my mom and I did. And we were the keepers of the family chocolate pie recipe. I'm the only one now in my whole family who really knows how to make that. And so I think there'll be some baking and some cooking to honor her too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that's one of the things um, for me, I 
have really asked myself, like, do I want to take some additional time off and just say, you know what, I'm going to take this time to maybe not do anything. You know, of course, I'll do behind the scenes. <laughs> you can't not do anything. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> I do like behind the scenes, but yeah. not necessarily, uh, you know, be in the midst of any contracts or anything like that. Yeah. To kind of give myself the time that I need to be whoever I need to be in those moments. And then like, okay, first of the year, let's let's regroup, restart. Yeah. And um, I can move through the process as I need to. I know one of the things like even thinking about holidays, um, I talked about on the, the last episode, one of the things that I'm doing a little different this year, um, we're actually taking a family trip. So taking my uh, my two kids, my bonus child, my fiance, we're all going uh, and we're taking my mom and going overseas and just, oh, wow. you know, like being in the water and just being at peace and not really having that whole idea that I have to make a bunch of food and, yeah. and show up and be in places that I may not want to be in mm-hmm. just because that's tradition and really like honing in on the part that tradition is, is meant to be broken and switched into who it needs to be for you. Yeah. Um, and I, I just think about the last time that I saw my, my grandmother where she was like walking, moving, laughing was at the beach. Right. And this is my way of like honoring her being oh. back at the beach. You know? I love that so much. And actually it's crazy because travel is a big one on my list too. And I'm working on um, scheduling a Mediterranean cruise to go with my best friend to honor my mom probably next summer. So yeah, I love, and I want to honor that. I don't think it's actually breaking tradition. I think it's evolving tradition. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually really, really important. And just like you said, business is evolving. You don't get to just lie to people anymore and sell the cheapest product for the most money. Like that actually isn't the coolest thing anymore. And that's amazing. And it's the same with our mental health. It's the same with our process. And I teach that we need to strategize and your strategy might be, yo, I'm taking December for me as an owner and then January for planning, or it might be December is planning for my business and January is downtime for me or whatever that looks like. I honor that whether you're grieving or not, these are the same processes I would recommend. It's just Tor and I, or anyone else who's going through grief, which can look so different. You can grieve you know, so many things. It can be mm-hmm. jobs. It can be animals. I mean, I still really grieve some of the pets that I've lost in my life sometimes because they were so close to me. So I just want to honor that grief doesn't just have to look like death too, right? That, that right. so many ways to feel that. And, and just that we are allowed to be human. And those who tell you that you can't or you shouldn't or you didn't do it right or shouldn't have shown up that way, they're just not your people is really mm-hmm. the answer, right? <laughs> I, t- I mean, I tell people all the time, like, one, I'm not meant to service everyone, right? But two, there's just times where people just don't align. Yeah, and yeah. I think in doing this work, it's very important that you do this work with people you align with. And that doesn't mean that we agree. Right. We're not perfect every moment. Right. Yeah. We don't agree. 
But what we do agree on is maybe the things of like, okay, we need some disruption. Things need to change, et cetera. And I I tell people all the time, all money, not good money. (laughs) Yes. And I, my take on it is when you get to say no, or sort of like, don't take a client, which is again, like rejecting money um, is such a powerful moment, right? That first no in your business really teaches you, you have the power and that, like you said, not all money is good money. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. definitely so what what are some um a couple of things that you would tell entrepreneurs as far as how to let's say they're planning to take a little time off what are some things that you would suggest as a way to um help them in a business like so they're not so far behind when it, it kicks back in Yeah, I'm a big fan of scheduling things out, right? Like you have just been sending me all these new posts that you're creating and going ahead and pre-scheduling. So go ahead. If you have content that's normally going out, get that scheduled. So that's done. If you have invoices that need to go out, make sure all of that stuff is working and then do what I do. Put autoresponders on, explain to people where you are, what you're doing. I mean, whatever of that you want. But again, I think more authentic, hey, I'm taking time for me so I can be better at work. You have a question, here's how we can answer that. So set the system up around you so you can be successful and you're going to find that less actually is more. I swear the biggest coaches nowadays teach us that. And when you actually get in that flow and realize, wow, this system's working for me and I can take this time off and still make the same money it's and grieve and feel and do all the things I need, it's going to feel so good. So Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Joanna, for speaking with me today. I do want to give you an opportunity to, one, tell the listeners how to get in touch with you, but also to share your mother's name. Oh, Leslie Ann Kistler Haggerty wonderful woman I miss deeply and you know right now go and check out arthero.biz I have so many different wings and branches that I do but you can usually find most of it all through arthero.biz and thanks again Tor for all you do and the combos you brought to the table thank you well that is the end of today's show to my listeners you can find me at simplytour.com or at bizradio.us until next time Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.